Welcome to First Formation, a weekday podcast for high church lowlifes like me, Logan Isaac, looking to get the fuck up out of bed to pray. This is where Pew Pew HQ shares morning prayers for the humble, hearty folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. A podcast for anyone who cares for soldiers and veterans enough to follow us into the mud and the suck, to hear the good news through grunts and with grunts in the unity of the Holy Spirit as one church forever and ever. Fall in. Sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. Out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have founded a bulwark because of your foes, to silence the enemy and the avenger. When I look at your heavens, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars that you have established, what are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? Yet you have made them a little lower than God, and crowned them with glory and honor. You have given them dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under their feet, all sheep and oxen and also beasts of the field, the birds of the air and the fish of the sea, whatever passes along the paths of the seas. O Lord, our sovereign, how majestic is your name in all the earth. Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 6. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the home of God is among mortals. He will dwell with them as their God, they will be his peoples, and God himself will be with them. He will wipe every tear from their eyes. Death will be no more. Mourning and crying and pain will be no more, for the first things have passed away. And and the one who was seated on the throne said, See, I am making all things new. Also he said, Write this, for these words are trustworthy and true. Then he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Matthew 25, verses 31 to 46. When the Son of Man comes in glory and all the angels with him, then he will sit on the throne of his glory. All the nations will be gathered before him, and he will separate people one from another, as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. And he will put the sheep at his right hand, and the goats at the left. Then the king will say to those at his right hand, Come, you that are blessed by my Father, Inherit the kingdom prepared for you by the foundation from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me something to drink. I was a stranger and you welcomed me. I was naked and you gave me clothing. I was sick and you took care of me. I was in prison and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him, Lord, what was it that we? When was it that we saw you hungry and gave you food, or thirsty and gave you something to drink? And when, when was it that we saw you a stranger and welcomed you, or, or naked and gave you clothing? And when was it that we saw you sick or in prison and visited you? And the king will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did it to one of the least of these who are members of my family, you did it to me.
then he will say to those with his left hand, You that are accursed, depart from me into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. For I was hungry, and you gave me no food. I was thirsty, and you gave me nothing to drink. I was a stranger, and you did not welcome me. Naked, and you did not give me clothing. Sick and in prison, and you did not visit me. Then they also will answer, Lord, when was it that we saw you hungry or thirsty or a stranger or naked or sick or in prison and did not take care of you? Then he will answer them, Truly I tell you, just as you did not do it for one of the least of these, you did not do it to me. And these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. Here ends the reading. first for uh, the Catholic Church is also World Peace Day. The Pope typically makes some um, speech at a large gathering of young people, typically in Europe. Um, It's also the the secular New Year. um, But the eighth day of Christmas is just kind of another typical day in Christmas tide, the season of Christmas. The 12 days from uh, the Mass of, of Christ's birth to the, the Feast of the Epiphany on January 6th. There's always 12 days, and that's where we get the song, the 12 days of Christmas. It was on, it was actually code um, for Catholics in Britain when uh, Catholics were, under, uh, were being persecuted by the, the king. Um, and we have this, uh, the psalm is different, but Revelation is the same from yesterday. Um, there's themes of being made new, of um, of peace being declared in, in the earth, um, and a celebration of of things being made right. In the Gospel of Matthew, um, a lot of people have heard of this parable. Um, it's not technically a parable, but it's a story. Um, when Jesus tells uh, people about this is what this is what's going to happen, um, this is what um, salvation or, or the working out of salvation is going to look like at the end of time, which is um, some people will have will be found to be responsive to the needs of others around them um, because by doing so they are responding to uh, the call to love by Jesus himself in disguise. And then others will be found wanting. Others will uh, have failed to respond to Christ calling them to love in the disguise of the sick, the imprisoned, the naked, the hungry, the thirsty. Um, And both parties, both groups will be surprised. Uh, Both groups will say, well, when did we do this? Like we had no idea. Um, and there's been a lot, there's been lately some talk about like, oh, you know, the goats mean this and the sheep mean that, and this is what, um, shepherds, you know, real shepherds, this is what sheep represent, this is what goats represent. Goats are really good because blah, 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 like, it just means there's two different kinds of people. And it may, frankly, be an oversimplification, um, but there are two ways to respond to those in need. And those in need are Jesus in disguise in apparently every instance, whether that's in you know the 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 
freezing beggar with Martin of Tours, uh, who splits his cape in half and clothes, clothes this young uh, person who needed uh, protection from the cold. Um, he has his dream later, Martin has his dream of Jesus telling the entire heavenly host that, you know, this is Martin, my servant who's clothed me. Um, you won't know um, that, that Jesus is, is really the one that you're serving. But in every person that you encounter who is in need is Jesus in disguise. Some of them are, are kind of gritty and edgy and maybe smell, don't like deodorant. Some of them are assholes, because there are a lot of poor people who are assholes. There are a lot of people who are in need, who are not very likable people. And maybe that has something to do with them in need, and maybe it doesn't. But the parable of the sheep and the goats makes really clear people who are in need are to be responded to. And there's two ways to respond. You can close yourself off and protect yourself or your time or your interests, or you can open yourself up and provide for um, people who are in need and provide for Jesus in doing so. And it isn't just money. Um, vis- it's visiting people who need being visited. Um, it's food and drink. Um, nowhere in the parable or the story does Jesus say, I needed money, you gave me money. Um, but we all have something that other people need. Um, and that is compassion, that's time, that's energy, that's attention. Um, and that's something that is so important and so fundamental to the faith that Jesus says, look, at the end of the time, when I come back and I call people to my right hand and to my left, this is the character of person that I'm looking for, the person who looked at someone who is in need, regardless of these other circumstances, but who looked at someone who needed something that they had to offer and who responded with kindness. Well, I don't even know if I should say kindness because he's kind of pragmatic. If I'm hungry, you feed, you give me drink. If I'm thirst, uh, if I'm naked, you clothe me. You can do it frustrated. You can do it and kind of be a jerk as long as you do it. It seems. Again, this is an oversimplification, but um, this is a really important story that a lot of people know, um, and not so many people take seriously. We more often than not we use scripture as a weapon to defend ourselves, um, as opposed to scripture and script for how we run our lives, the, the, as a model for what kind of people we should be, and that's really unfortunate. But think about not how you can use scripture, this story, to your advantage to say, well, you're a goat and I'm a sheep, but to reflect upon whether or not you too would be surprised if thinking you're a good person, you find yourself say in a dream or in a story or, uh, or something where um, you find that you aren't actually this grand person, this humble sheep that you thought you were, but you were kind of a stubborn goat. Um, I know that was my experience was I was in Iraq was that I thought I was this great person and yet I was capable and willing to do things I never realized I was capable or willing to do. And so this is a this story on the on World Peace Day, I hope, will be used to reflect, um, help us reflect on who we are as we enter this new year. Do we reflect the peaceful kingdom in which predators and prey will lay down together, where we will feed the hungry, clothe the naked, or if we'll 
go on and do things just as we did before. Here ends the reflection. Prayer for Peace Among the Nations, from the Book of Common Prayer. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, guide the nations of the world into the way of justice and truth, and establish among them that peace which is the fruit of righteousness, that they may become the kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you for falling into Pew Pew HQ's first formation, where we share morning prayers for the humble, hardy folk caught in the crosshairs of God and country. If you like what you've heard, I hope you'll consider participating in one of the three following ways. First, you can support this podcast with a monthly contribution at anchor.fm slash firstformation. You can sponsor morning prayer for Pew Pew people with as little as a dollar a month, and you can cancel at any time if I ever piss you off. Second, You can become a co-host yourself by recording a lectionary reading and sending it to me to be included in a weekday episode of your choosing. Instructions for co-hosts can be found in earlier episodes, and you don't have to be a grunt to participate in First Formation in this or any way. Finally, and maybe most importantly, you can send me your prayer requests of a minute or less with a voice message feature on Anchor's iOS or Android apps. Prayers may be added to a morning prayer episode, aired anonymously if you wish, or kept private for me to pray for off-air. So there you have it, three ways to participate in morning prayers for Pew Pew people. I hope you will continue to listen in and maybe even consider participating yourself. This has been and always will be Logan Isaac, always faithful, always family. Semper Familia.